Hi guys, Esther Kesmira here and welcome to another one of my episodes. I hope you guys have listened to these episodes and got some value from them because the most important thing I want from all this, all me talking, I don't know how many episodes now, is because I want you to be able to do a service, sell goods or, or provide services and then get paid and get paid with ease. So what's the whole point of this? The whole point is to make it easy, you know, because some people will say, oh my gosh, for me to streamline my bookkeeping system and, you know, make it flawless and automate it, that's, that's so much hard work, you know. I would have to be spending hours and hours trying to convince my customers to pay me, but that's not how it works. If you follow what we've been doing, and you set it up right, you will actually spend less time than you are spending now. So I don't know what your system is. Um, I don't know whether you're using online, an online bookkeeping software or you're using Word or Excel. I don't know what it is. But if you follow what we've been doing, you will see a change because at some point there will be a tweak you can make in order to make this thing better. There's always a way to make something better. And if you listen, it will be maybe the the way you're presenting it or the communication you're having before providing the service or the information you give before selling your goods, you know, or your payment terms, you know. Does the customer know when you want the payment? Is it clear on your on your invoice? Uh, it could be something as small as are your bank details on the invoice. I can't tell you how many times I have rung suppliers on behalf of my customers just asking them for how do I pay you, you know? How how do we pay you? There's nothing on your invoice. So things like that are so important and things like that are what delay you from getting paid, you know? So if you have a whole lot of piled invoices not paid, just get one and ring them up and see, you know, it will be something like along those lines. Oh, I was supposed to pay you, but I don't think I have your details. Oh, I was supposed to pay you, but I don't know when you want to get the payment. And this is another one. This is another common one. You know, you, you don't know when they want the payment because there are no payment terms. <clears throat> they could want the payment immediately or they could want it in two months. And guess which one your customer will go for? Definitely not the instant payment terms they will pay you in three months' time because you haven't told them when you need payment. They don't know when the invoice is overdue. So if you are clear on all these things, then you will find that paying you becomes obvious. And that's what you want. You want the customer to know in their minds that they have to pay you. Because if you think about it, how many things does the customer have going through their heads? You know, they also have a business to run. They also have so many other suppliers chasing them down for payment. So you're one of the many. And you have to make sure that they are clear on what you want. Because I strongly believe, and I borrowed this from Tony Robbins, I strongly believe that clarity is power. So if they're clear on how much you need to get paid, when you need to get paid, what the service was for, they'll pay you with no problems they will. So those are the things to focus on. Those are the things to look at. 
you know, to make sure that you're communicating well with your customer and you're making sure that they have all your details and you're making sure you have all their details. Do you have their PO number if they use POs, you know, that you can put on the invoice, which will speed up payment. So we spoke in depth about all these things and I hope that they make sense and I hope that they're things that you will be able to tweak on your invoice and add in and, and, and make sure that your customer is clear on them and then you'll start to see a change. You'll start to see that your customer will communicate with you differently. Even if they don't make a payment, when you ring them up, they won't query anything. They'll say, oh, we do apologize. Here is the payment. Because they know exactly what they should be doing. So there's so many customers who will say, oh, my gosh, especially if you're a small customer, you know, you, you've, you, you ha you're a photographer or a florist or something. And then you've got this big customer that has rung you up and has made this delivery and you're so excited and then you send them your invoice and then you don't hear back from them and you're thinking so should I should I chase payment you know so it can be a little bit intimidating and what I what what I say about that is you have to believe in your service by the time a customer comes to you or somebody a prospective customer comes to you and requests your service it means that they have belief in you they have belief in what you can provide and you have provided it and they are happy so what you deserve is your payment so you have to have that added belief in yourself that added confidence to be able to pick up the phone and ring them and request your payment so i do this a lot on behalf of customers and Sometimes they say to me, ah, oh, no, just leave them. I know the invoice is overdue, but, you know, just give them a week or two. And I'm thinking, no, I need to ring them and I need to ring them now because you deserve your payment. You know, normally these are like a big business. And I'm thinking, no, you need to be paid immediately. You provided the service. They, you're very clear on when you need to receive your payment. So why don't they make it? You know, so so many businesses will say, Oh, we, we, our policy is to pay you in 30 days' time. Then why accept my service if you know I need payment in seven days? So I will, I'll ring them up and I'll demand that payment and I do receive it. So that's the kind of boldness you need when you're dealing with big businesses. You say to them, you got my service because if you, look, if you listen to one of the episodes, that's why I was very clear on coming to an agreement with them before you actually provide a service, especially with big businesses. So you say to them, this is the service I'm going to provide and these are the payment terms. And the minute they agree to that, they have to pay you according to those payment terms because they agreed to them. So you don't give them any extra because they're a business like you and your cash flow is going to be in trouble. Even if it's not, you deserve that payment. So I'm very passionate about things like this and I will hound that business until I get that money because I believe that they ac they agreed to it and we have provided them the service so it's only fair that we receive payment. So now you will get some businesses saying, oh, 
we only pay in 30 days time and i'll say to them okay you only pay in 30 days time that's fine you agreed to my seven days payment terms and yet you pay in 30 days time and that's when our interest comes in my friends we have to charge them interest we can't give them a, a debt with no interest and sit and wait for 30 days and yet we receive payment in seven days so these are things you should not cave into you should be bold you should tell them you should Im- include let payment charges in your agreement with them so that if they're late you're like fine but at least you're benefiting from them paying you late you're getting that added extra that will help your bank charges for example that will help supposing you're going to overdraft because they haven't paid you and then you end up incurring those fees so it's nice to get that payment with the interest added on so that you are what they call, what what do they call it i keep forgetting you are not reimbursed but something like that you know you're compensated exactly that's the word i wanted you're compensated properly you know and you don't feel like you lost out because you served a big business so that is another way of going about serving big businesses if especially if you're a small business because normally if it's a big business to a big business that's fine you know because they always have the same payment terms <clears throat> it's normally 30 days oh we'll provide we'll pay in 30 days oh yeah, yeah we'll also pay in 30 days so that flies around a lot but if you're a small business you know i normally advise my customers to have payment terms of 7 to 14 days because you've provided the service to be fair so you need to get the payment in so that you can continue to provide even more services your business can can grow that little bit faster you you ha- you're more stable because you're smaller so you need that cash flow in order to be able to to serve your customers better you need that cash flow to grow to buy more goods or services to be able to buy more equipment if you need it and just improve your cash flow. So that's why if you're running a small business, I would advise you to review your payment terms. If you get paid up front, that's one of my favorite business models. You know, you have somebody who has a restaurant, somebody walks in and says, table for six, it's my birthday. And then you're able to book the table, have them pay a deposit, or something and then they will come in and then they'll enjoy themselves they'll drink they'll eat and then you charge them immediately and off they go so they're literally paying you a deposit even before you you serve them the food even before they show up and sometimes that deposit is even non-refundable so those business models really help your cash flow they really do like I can't even tell you but if you're in a business where you provide a service and then entrust the customer to pay you later then that's when you have to be a little bit more you you have to focus a little bit more on how you're getting paid because that's when things are it's very easy for things to slip through the net it's very easy for the customer to just be relaxed and 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 not really focus on paying you because they have other things they're trying to do they're trying to survive as well especially if it's another small business so that's when you have to really 
refine your payment terms and review them. I've had customers who we've sat down and reviewed their payment terms. You know, we've looked at their suppliers and you find that their suppliers, they've been working with their suppliers like for over two years or even three. And I'm thinking, if you've been working for, with your suppliers this long, why don't you discuss better payment terms? You know, you don't have to pay them, you know, immediately. You can discuss it and pay them in two weeks time or you can discuss it and pay them in a month or you can discuss discounts bulk discounts because obviously you're purchasing i don't know so if it's a restaurant they're purchasing like bags of rice so rice is not something that goes off after a few days you know it's not perishable they call it 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 can last for a long time so i'm thinking if you're buying rice from them and it doesn't go off it doesn't it's it's not perishable you can store bags and bags of rice if you really wanted to why don't you buy in bulk and then when you buy in bulk you're able to get a bigger discount so you're saying to them if you sell me this rice and I buy 10 bags from you instead of two, then can you knock off, I don't know, 10%, 15%, even 20? And then you're negotiating, but guess what? That improves your cash flow. Yes, you're buying 10 bags of rice up front, so you're freaking out. You're thinking, oh my gosh, you have the storage space, so that's not a problem. It's just the amount of money you're paying up front can be high. But guess what? In the longer term, your cash flow gets better. Because, especially for restaurant businesses, the people coming into the restaurant are paying you anyway. So you don't have credit control issues. You don't have an extra member of staff who, is, who has to chase money. You don't have any time lags in the money coming into the business. So you're capable of buying things in bulk up front, especially things that don't, that are that, that don't go off or that don't get rotten you know like if you like fruit and veg those are things that you have to keep buying because obviously even if you have the best storage in the world you still need fresh um f fresh food but things that like flour you know if 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 it's a bakery and you buy flour you might as well buy in bulk especially if you have the storage space and a lot of these places have the storage space. So you find that small things like that, you know, discussing better payment terms or even looking for a supplier who is cheaper but has the same products, you know, things like that will improve your cash flow long term. That I can assure you. Yes, you will have to pay for those bags up front, but guess what? You're getting a discount. So it does add up and it's even a better deal than you keeping on buying two bags, two bags, two bags, two bags, because you're not getting a discount and you still have to pay them anyway. But if you're buying stuff up front, you find that it works out better. You really find that it, it, it will knock off a few things. You'll find that if you've bought quite a few things in bulk, say you're a bakery, you've bought the sugar up front, you've bought the, the flour up front, you even bought the eggs to some extent up front. And the baking powder and the vanilla, I don't know, um, stuff or the, 
the the stuff that makes i the toppings or you know all those things you've bought them up front you will find that people coming into the bakery they're paying you up front you know as well so yes your cash flow might dip for a while because of all those pay- things you've bought up front but guess what in the next 2 3 months it will just be cash coming in you know what stuff will you be buying you'll just be buying the the, the milk you just be buying the the fresh raspberries or strawberries that go into the mixture you'll just be buying things like that and then payroll as well you'll be paying your chef and the baking assistants and the checkout assistants so you're just worried about your payroll and these small things that you're buying so you find that your cash flow improves over time so small things like that are so so important but guess what we get so busy that we don't even have time to think about things like that because you're just engrossed in the day to day you wake up in the morning <clears throat> you don't even think about anything you know have a habit wake up in the morning spend 10 to 15 minutes planning your day thinking so what am i doing today i'm doing this i'm doing that no what so many people do they wake up in the morning and straight away read their emails do you have an idea how distracting that is you start jumping onto things and before you know it it's lunchtime and then you remember that after lunch you have a meeting anyway and then you run into the meeting and then by the time the meeting is over you need some lunch because you forgot to have lunch and before you know it it's five o'clock and it's time to pick up the kids or it's time to i don't know and that's it your day is gone so have some time to yourself you know yes read emails but read them at 11 you know but have some have that morning to yourself have some time where you focus you know you look at your business you have some thinking time you have some downtime where you're looking at your business and you're thinking what's going on how much money do my customers owe me or you know how have my outgoings been what's my cash flow like am i running out of money am i in a negative cash flow situation what was my I, I, I can't tell you how many customers I serve and when I send them their management accounts at the end of the month they actually email me and say are you trying to say this is how much money I spent and this is how much money came into the business and I'm thinking you mean you had no idea but it's because of getting engrossed in the day-to-day stuff you know it's leading a reactionary life where you read an email and you're like oh my gosh this person needs this you know so it's like you're programmed to to live your life depending on other people's terms other people are demanding your attention and you're giving it to them the whole day so when you do that then you don't have time to actually focus on what you really need to do and that is a very dangerous way of living because then you're just operating in a reactionary way. Your phone rings, you pick it up. A text message comes, you read it immediately. An email comes through, you deal with it immediately. So you're meeting other people's objectives because a lot of those emails, if you stop and think, a lot of those emails are just people that want you to do stuff to meet their needs. And once you do that, you're thinking, okay, let me, let, let me just get my emails out of the way, you know? But you'll find that sometimes, I've said this to so many people actually, 
if you sit down and think about it and say, okay, today I'm not going to check my emails till 11. The world is not going to stop. Your business is not going to stop. But guess what? You're going to be able to engross yourself in something that will grow your business. You know? You're going to engross yourself in something that will help you move forward. That you, You're going to come up with a decision or you're going to come up with a lot of the things that happen in a business that make that turn a business around a lot of the stuff are just you know in front of us but we don't see it because we are so engrossed in oh my gosh i have 62 emails to respond to so i have to go through them just in case don't meet other people's needs meet your needs serve your business serve your customers what you should be thinking about when you wake up in the morning is not checking your emails. What you should be thinking about is how do I improve the services that I am giving my customers? How do I improve the, the, the products I sell my customers? How, how, how do I make them better? That, my friends, is what you should be thinking about because that's when you'll start to turn your business around, especially when you're getting the cash flow in. Money is coming in and you're thinking, so how do I improve it, you know? What things can I do? What can I read now? Because you have to work on yourself more than anything. You work on your mind. You work on your skills. You work all the time. You're thinking of how to improve them. Because once you improve them, then you improve the service you provide. You're able to give your, your staff more training than they did before. You're able to see things that can serve your customers better than you did before. Because you're exposing yourself to better value you're becoming more valuable as time goes and once you become more valuable your prices go up and that's the best place to be in so i can go on about this the whole day i think you've noticed that so i'm going to stop here and then continue tomorrow because today i was actually thinking of talking about something else i was thinking of talking about how to focus on your profit how to get more profit out of your business but i ended up going off tangent as usual but tomorrow i'll be that's what i'll be talking about i'll be talking about how you can actually because we have done our invoicing process we're happy with it and we improving it so we're going to talk about how to improve it but then how to focus on getting that profit out of the business what profit did you make last month? Do you know? So those are the things we need to focus on and not think about, oh, we made a big profit the last financial year. That's historical data. That does not help us. We want to know how much money we're making now so that we can know what decisions to make for tomorrow, for next week. Should we put our prices up tomorrow? You know, what products are we selling? Should we cut the production of these other products because they're really not serving us. They're really not bringing the cash in. Those are the, the decisions that will change your business. So, my friends, let me sign off for now and then we shall speak very soon. Take care and bye-bye.